we're looking at the plant medicine, everything holds a consciousness and everything holds its own consciousness, which is connected to everything. And I believe that shamans use the medicine to help attain and reach different states and levels of consciousness and also different realms that we can access within our own consciousness and the consciousness of the collective. And then we would go into a meditation and then I would facilitate leading you down for you to go. I do not retrieve it for you, you retrieve it for yourself. But the medicine helps you access that altered state of mind where you can travel then to that lower realm and go and retrieve it. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Reddit at New Age PC and watch the whole conversation on YouTube. This is the New Age Cannabis Podcast, where we take a fresh look at all things cannabis from an African perspective. Join us and our awesome guests as we take a look and walk through the endless capabilities and possibilities of cannabis. Today on the podcast, we have Astrid Rain Bontis, a shaman who deals with various plant medicines, and we speak to her about the role of cannabis as a shamanic medicine. Astrid, Welcome to the New Age Cannabis Podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Wonderful to be here. Very excited to share with you. Absolutely phenomenal. Now, we've had various guests on the show. And as anyone who listens to the show knows, our first question and most interesting one is, what brought you to cannabis? Sure. All right. So I started partaking with uh, Mother Marijuana um, when I was very young. I was going through a lot at that time in my life. And I think I started smoking weed when I was probably about 11, 12, experienced some trauma at a very young age. And what I noticed was that she really helped me to move through a lot of what I had experienced. And she was really just such a guiding medicine for me i'm not knowing at that point what i know now about her but yeah my personal experience with her has been a very a long and beautiful journey uh, and i've learned a lot about myself and the medicine along the way how long was that journey though because a lot of people start when they were younger some people start when they're older how long was your journey before you truly found joy in cannabis so i think i've always really found a joy in cannabis like i said i started when i was about 10 years old i'm 32 now and i still partake and obviously now the medicine has shifted for me like i said when i was younger it was more of a more of a mother holding my hand being like it's okay we don't have to do all of that right now let's just go slow and i'll look after you and once I started this journey, which was about three, four years ago, the shift of the medicine chain occurred. And really now, instead of being someone who's in a way per se shielding me, she's now really opened things up for me and really shown me what the medicine can do, not just what it was doing. So it's been a long journey. Sounds like a fun journey. If I have to calculate that. Very enlightening journey. So tell us, what is shamanism? Shamanism. So from our perspective, shamanism relates very much to animism which is a belief that everything holds a consciousness and therefore we are connected to everything around the stone the tree the couch this computer you and me we all hold consciousness so we just live in harmony with everything that is because we realize that we are connected and everything is a reflection of us and it's just to live with nature what are the roots of shamanism and how is it exactly tied i guess to the plant medicine world because for the most part when you hear of shamanism when you think of shamanism you think of your native american shamans peace pipes mm-hmm. uh, smoky tents so always ve- and even the druids for example why is 
mm-hmm. shamanism and plant medicine so closely tied together? If we're looking at the plant medicine, everything holds a consciousness and everything holds its own consciousness, which is connected to everything. And I believe that shamans use the medicine to help attain and reach different states and levels of consciousness and also different realms that we can access within our own consciousness and the consciousness of the collective. So the shamanism that I follow through with my own shaman, Shannon, would be the Andean Peruvian shamanism. So that is very much rooted in the belief that we are all connected and that there is no right and that there is no wrong, there just is. Really what I find is that the medicine is used to just in shamanism we would have the, the, the lower world we would have the higher world and we would have the middle world and the medicine men and women use the medicine to help move through these different levels if you want to call it where we can access different parts of ourselves and the source which is essentially where we come from our souls so this is our physical body that is almost like a vessel for the soul you mentioned lower middle and higher worlds what are those okay if we look at the if we look at the lower world for example right the lower world is a place where you would go to to um, retrieve your totem animal your power animal it would also be where you go to retrieve parts of yourself that may have been lost during traumatic experiences so soul fragments and if we look at the higher realms that's where our guides would be and we would we would go to access and attain different aspects of the self to bring back these are definitely more spiritual aspects, not necessarily physical. So if you look at soul retrieval, share personal experience. I went through trauma at a very young age. And when I experienced that trauma, I disassociated and was fractured. And what happens is these pieces of you that are fractured that cannot necessarily stand the trauma that you're going through in terms of pain and, all of, and mental, those pieces would then leave and go somewhere safe. And then once you reach a certain level of awareness in your own life, realizing that you need to go and retrieve these parts, you would then go into the lower world with a shaman. They would take you down there. They would go down and they would retrieve those parts for you and they would bring them back and then we would integrate using crystals and other methods. So with a soul retrieval, you would go down, you would retrieve these fractured fragments of the soul. You would bring them back through your consciousness or your vera kosha, which is your energy field where you hold your consciousness and then you would we would use breath to blow them into the crystals and then integrate them into the physical body which would then take on the energy of whatever we've brought back i think the cannabis in terms of that can really help you access these different levels in order to retrieve whatever you may be needing to retrieve there are so many different aspects of us that can come and go when necessary and when not necessary and when it's too tough you kind of leave to go you know a piece of you is like okay i can't deal with this right now i'm gonna go somewhere safe and then when you come to a place where your being is now calling for these pieces of you you would go there to retrieve them and then integrate them and it's really about being wholesome so it's that mind body physical spiritual mental emotional all these aspects that we want to bring back to ourselves so we can be the most we that we can be so you, you touched a little bit on cannabis how would you use cannabis in a typical shamanic ceremony i have hosted a santa maria ceremony before santa maria is just another name for it in terms in shamanically or the shiva herb and what we would do is that i would use that to facilitate going into the lower worlds to retrieve your pie animal which is just the animal that can teach you and give you some wisdom about 
where you are currently and I think animals hold a lot of wisdom and power for us. So what we would do is uh, we would have it in a capsule form, you can eat it, you can smoke it and then we would go into a meditation and then I would facilitate leading you down for you to go. I do not retrieve it for you, you retrieve it for yourself but the medicine helps you access that altered state of mind where you can travel then to that lower realm and go and retrieve it. I think aside from doing it in a ceremonial space, what I've noticed is that for me personally now, whenever I smoke, there tends to be this level of awareness, the ego becomes quite present. And now this is just my personal experience. For others, it may be different and only necessarily because I have had this shift with it. So for me, it makes me very aware of the, that the ego is there and showing me where the ego is and where it is controlling things in my life. And then you're able to sit with it and let her show you why. So it becomes very much about the consciousness of the plant and of you. And for every single person, I think it is unique, every experience. As a cannabis connoisseur, that <laughs> makes it sound a bit tricky because in general, all cannabis is different. You have different strains, different strengths, different cannabinoid makeups, etc. So does play a part in how you activate the different realms that you just mentioned? Does it matter what kind of cannabis you're consuming, in what form, whether it's an edible, whether it's been smoked, whether it's been well consumed in some other form? Does that impact a ceremony or a session? Okay, so for me personally, not necessarily the strain. It would be more about what your intention would be because the intention for shamans is the most important thing. That is what is going to guide every aspect of what you do. So I have found that obviously eating it straight into the bloodstream, very different experience. Smoking, different experience. But ultimately, the goal is then to travel to the lower world and that is what the medicine will facilitate. So me as the shaman hosting the ceremony would already be holding this intention with the medicine. So I don't necessarily think per strain, you know, if we do want to look at it like that, I do understand that there are some strains that are a lot more intense and there are some strains that are a lot lighter. So for me, if I was facilitating a ceremony, I wouldn't necessarily give everybody a super high dose because we, I would also need to know my client base, right? So, so for example, if I had somebody like if I had somebody like who is an everyday smoker, they would be able to handle a higher amount than somebody who doesn't smoke every day. But the intention would be the same, and we would still go to the same place. But every person is going to react to the medicine differently. And that's why we obviously have forms that people fill in and stuff like that. So I can also understand where they are on their journey with this medicine. If they've ever had it before, do they suffer from like panic attacks, stuff like that, so that I know how to dose them correctly. I can't just give everybody the same dose because just now somebody who's never had it has a very strong dose and then they land up having a very intense experience because they don't understand how the medicine works. So we have to be careful about that as well. So it sort of becomes your job to be the, if I want to put it in contemporary terms, the pharmacist to make sure that they take the right dosage for whatever it is that they're trying to achieve with the intention in the session. Yes, I think it's not going to go down to milligrams or anything like that. It would just be a dosage. For me, that's what I found works. I do also give information about the, the plant and what it does and why we would be using it. And obviously, everybody who comes knows beforehand that's what we're going to be doing. So they have to also prepare themselves for the serum. And then I obviously watch and make sure that everybody is okay. Um, and then we eat afterwards, which is always good for that as well. 
I know that people go to psychologists and psychiatrists and doctors. How would one find a shaman? Sure, I think that your soul would find a way for you. And yeah, I think if you're looking for a shaman and it's really what you want and you need that person in your life to guide you, then you will find them or they will find you or they will come along or you it will the, the universe will manifest it so and your soul is also then contracted to that so they will know and it will, it will happen so if you are looking for a shaman i know people i know shamans i have a shaman myself but yeah i think it's more the soul journey so right. if that is your intention and you want to work with plant medicine and you want to learn about the shamanic realms then you would go and you would find a shaman and they would be the shaman for you and if they're not the shaman for you then it's part of the experience too and then you can find the right shaman i have my shaman but I have also worked with others and I have so much respect for everybody that I've worked with. But I know that my shaman is the shaman for me. And we've also been together for four years now. If everything is interconnected, then yes, in essence, your shaman will call you or you will be called to your shaman because at the end of the day, 100%. it is interconnected. Exactly. So if you look at a sangoma, sangoma is called, they're called, and then they go and they do the whole twice and everything. It is a calling for you for your soul and then it will manifest itself in whichever form it does that's fascinating honestly i hadn't heard of cannabis driven shamanic experiences i've heard of the other plant medicines like ayahuasca mushrooms etc so to hear of the santa maria which i didn't even know was cannabis having a shamanic concession or some shamanic experience for me was very fascinating thank you so much for letting cannabis. us know so much more about shamanism and how it's actually connected to cannabis you are so very welcome. I think it's also, if we look at India, just going back, like they've been using cannabis for centuries as a medicine. And I think because it is a plant that has been so limited to us publicly and stuff, if you want to look at what's it called, illegal, right? It's just been no, there hasn't been a space for it to come up in the way that it has now. So this is really, really beautiful. And what we're seeing now is we're seeing that it has actually been rooted so deep into history from years and millennia, thousands of years ago, being used as a medicine and as a tool for access and stuff like that. Not only to get high, even though that's great too. I think for every person, it's a unique story. And I'm so glad and honored that I could sit here with you and share and speak with you about this today. Thank you so much. Thank you. So I'm going to ask you 10 questions. You just shoot at the top of your head as quickly as possible. There's no right or wrong answer. Are you ready? Sure, let's go for it. <laughs> Alright, question number one. Favorite strain? So I really like me some Girl Scout cookies. Sounds yummy. <laughs> your <laughs> well. favorite way to, your favorite way to consume cannabis? Is it drinking, edible, smoking, topical? Ah, uh, smoke. Good old fashioned joint. A blunt or a joint? A joint. Joint. I struggle to roll blunt. I like a good old fashioned <laughs> joint. Yeah. Your favorite edible? Milkshake. Milkshake. <laughs> okay. Really? Wow, I've never had a milkshake before. Cannabis that sounds like it must milkshake. be very deep. Milkshake, guys. I found a cannabis milkshake. It's uh, enough enough to make two. 200 milligram THC. Incredible. Wow. Okay. I'll share it with you guys. Okay. Your favorite cannabis celebrity or advocate? Mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up with... No, yeah. that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Your favorite capability of the plant, be it medicinal, construction properties, biofuel, anything. The fact that it can be all of those is quite incredible. Your favorite song or movie about cannabis? 
how high. <laughs> yeah. That's what we are. It's like, I think I was going to tell you how many times I've watched that movie. <laughs> Red man and method man. <laughs> Indica or Sativa? I love them both. I think they're both very important and they each play their part very well. So I can't give a favorite. I like them all. Your favorite munchy food? That's a very difficult question. <laughs> Um, chocolate. All right, last question. Which African country would you like to experience the indigenous cannabis culture from? Uh, sure. I've recently been looking into Kenya, so yeah, I think they would be Kenya. a good place to, to learn. Cool, cool. See, we're done with the Kenya quiz. That was awesome. Thank you so much. I've never been asked so many questions about I just want to say one thing that I'm finding interesting is that so far Snoop Dogg is the top of the celebrities lists of all our guests and the top movie yeah. is How High which I'm finding quite interesting and the top no. country is Kenya. So we've had a fantastic conversation about shamanism and how it's related to cannabis. What's your call to action for anyone who really wants to get healed through cannabis or with cannabis using shamanism? I would say follow follow the soul, listen to the soul. Let the soul tell you. And if you can show up for that part of yourself, that's the most important thing. It's being able to show up for yourself. I'm going to be hosting one within the next uh, couple months or so through my business on, on, on social media and stuff. But it's always a good place to start. And anybody is welcome. So I think if this is calling to you then definitely go and explore but just make sure that you also learn about the plant respect the plant she is a medicine after all and there is so much that she can do and bring for us so what are your social media handles and where can people find you my social media handles is hot warriors i am on facebook and instagram um, and i share all my events uh, through those platforms so you can find me there i'll be posting for the event within the next couple months or so probably about two to three months just to make sure i get everything sorted that i need to sort out obviously sitting with intention before our ceremony as well so that we can hold the space for everybody and i think it's really a beautiful space to come and you learn about the shamanic side of things you learn about a little bit about the cannabis side of things and it's a really nice integrated experience thank you so much for coming on the podcast i think i definitely learned a lot about the shamanism and the fact that shamanism is more about the interconnectivity of things and that's what it really is so thank you very much for giving us all this information and knowledge thank you thank you so much guys i'm honored to be here i've never been on a podcast before so this is pretty cool i'm so happy to share uh, with anybody who wants to know anything more about anything else obviously a lot of the stuff that i've learned is from my own experience and i can only share from that space so it'd be amazing to share this with everyone and just like i've been watching some of the other podcasts so it's really interesting to to see other people's opinions and perspectives because for me there is no wrong and there is no right we all have our own one and that is what is so unique about shamanism and about cannabis you know there's no right there's no wrong it's all your own experience and that's what matters thank you so much for having me it's incredible awesome Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit at the New Age Canna PC and watch the whole conversation on YouTube.